Good morning and welcome to Let's Talk Real Estate program number 1,348. My name's Fritz Fister with REMAX Professionals of Springfield. Thanks for sharing your time with me today. And then if you're curious, that big orange ball in the sky is the sun. Isn't it great to see the sun today? Ah, it, Even though it's a little bit chilly out, it uh, it's always warmer when the sun is shining. That's for sure. Well, today we're going to uh, go out to Panther Creek for our subdivision of the week. Uh, you want to tune in for that during the second half hour of the program. And today in our weekly observations, we're going to take a look at the impact of inflation on the housing market. And uh, following those observations, we'll open up the phone lines for your calls, for your questions at 217-629-7970. If I may please remind you, the opinions expressed on Let's Talk Real Estate are solely mine. They're not necessarily those of sponsors of REMAX Professionals of Springfield, REMAX International, or the Capital Area Realtors. I'm a licensed real estate broker. I don't own REMAX. I'm not an attorney at law, a tax expert, or a financial planner. So the opinions and stories I share with you on this program come from me. Real estate broker serving families just like yours as a full-time realtor since 1987, right here in your very own real estate market. Let's thank our sponsors this half hour of the program, shall we? Mark's Fireplace and Lighting, the store that will brighten up your lifestyle. Writings Plumbing, when you have a plumbing problem, it's Writings to the Rescue. And Slabjackers Construction, if your concrete has that sinking feeling... Get all jacked up with Slabjackers. I want to take a moment to say good morning to my sister Mindy in Cumberland, Maryland, my son Sam in Nashville, Tennessee, my son Josh, his wife Ashley, my grandkids Kenzie and Weston in North Carolina, and they're listening live on WMAY.com. And welcome aboard to everybody tuned in online. Well, it's time for our weekly observations being brought to you by Mark's Fireplace and Lighting. Stop by. They have their end of season sale on right now go by marks they have the most beautiful grills patio furniture anything to adorn the exterior of your home they've got it whether it's pool furniture patio furniture outdoor kitchens you name it they've got it and you know i don't know about you but i heard that natural gas is going up propane's going up you might want to see about a fireplace or a wood-burning stove, or a corn-burning stove, whatever. Stop on by and see our friends at Mark's Fireplace and Lighting, the store of distinction on the South 6th Street Frontage Road, south of the Route 66 Hotel and Conference Center. And if you would, please tell them Fritz said hello from Let's Talk Real Estate. Here's your weekly observation for this October 16th, 2021, and it's titled, Tiny Tim and Tipping Tiptoeing Through the Tulips. You know, although Christmas can be seen on the horizon, we're not referring to just uh, Tiny Tim of A Christmas Carol by Charles Dickens. 
Uh, we're also referring to Tiny Tim and his famous song released in 1968. Now, there seems to be a lot of uncertainty in the economy right now and going forward due to the highest rate of inflation since 2008. And also, we've got the supply chain interruptions resulting from the 15 days to flatten the curve lockdowns due to COVID and the resulting continuation of mandates, dictates, and rules put on people and businesses. Not all states imposed those mandates. Blue states did, which has caused blue states' COVID recovery to be muted and substantially behind states who didn't continue lockdowns and mandates. I probably don't need to tell you, but Illinois is one of those blue states and ranks near the bottom in COVID economic recovery. I guess the hardest part of 15 days to flatten the curve is the first two years in Illinois. Simultaneously, as blue states maintain dictatorial control over business and people due to the purported emergency, stifling recovery, in response, the Federal Reserve lowered interest rates to re to record lows. The Fed's goal was to help support economic growth as tens of millions were put out of work by the government lockdowns of the private sector. And in Illinois, 35% of small businesses went out of business. If one recalls during the 1990s and early 2000s, Alan Greenspan lowered interest rates when the dot-com bubble burst. The low interest rates led to a surge in home sales driving up home prices until that bubble burst with the Great Recession in 2008. One should be concerned after witnessing Greenspan's Fed keeping rates too low for too long that today's Fed may be repeating the same mistake. Tiptoeing through the tulips may not end well. The major differences between the last bubble with the home sale frenzy and skyrocketing home prices compared to this one, is this time the Fed is keeping rates low as inflation is attacking working families' incomes. You know, yesterday I had to chuckle reading CNBC's headline, Retail sales unexpectedly rise in September as consumers keep spending. Well, I guess spending would be up when year over year, according to BLS, gas is up 42%, steak 22%, bacon 19.3%, you get the drift, and predicts the cost to heat your home this winter will go up as natural gas is forecast to increase 40%. You don't want to know how much propane's going to increase. What caused this massive inflation that threatens to spiral out of control, according to Larry Summers, former Secretary of Treasury under Bill Clinton? Well, trillions of dollars printed for COVID stimulus. I'm betting the families who received the free money via checks and those who received the extra $300 a week and added unemployment will find out soon how much it's going to cost them. Now, the current administration wants to pass the largest tax increase in history that will cover about $1.2 trillion of their proposed $3.5 trillion transfer of wealth to new government programs. Where will the other $2.3 trillion come from? Well, printing more money, devaluing the dollar, and throwing gas on the inflation fire. 
Hopefully that proposal will be defeated, but with one party rule in Washington, D.C., it's probably going to pass. At least some form of it will. Government is tiptoeing through the tulips right along with the Fed. What does this have to do with your local housing market? Besides everything. Continued mandate stifling recovery, the highest inflation rate in 13 years could become the highest in 40 years. Supply chain disruptions, now complicated by government vaccine mandates that will cause industry to lose tens of thousands of employees, is leading to empty shelves like the tiny Tim of a Christmas Carol lived with. The economic uncertainty that already has resulted from Illinois and federal government economic policies will only worsen if their proposed new policies are implemented. Jerome Powell will no longer be able to pretend he's Tiny Tim tiptoeing through the tulips and will have to aggressively raise interest rates. What other tools are left for him? What can you do to protect yourself from this inflationary threat? What will protect you from your dollar buying less and less? What will protect you from skyrocketing gas, food, and energy costs? Well, if you own a home and haven't refinanced, refinance immediately. If you're renting, buy a home now and lock in your payment at today's rates. Rents will be going up just like everything else. If you have wanted to make a move into a bigger or smaller home, different neighborhood, move out of state, move to a less expensive area, move to a lower taxed home, do it now. This is one time I don't have a warm, fuzzy feeling about anyone tiptoeing through the tulips in the upcoming spring market. Today, the housing market is good. Interest rates are low. Now is the time to act. That's how you can protect yourself. If you get that low fixed monthly cost on your housing, that'll help you weather the storm that's headed our way. And that's this week's Weekly Observations. My wife, Christy, and I hope that you have a great week. And if you want to take advantage of these low rates while we still have them, Who knows how long they'll be around. I suspect they're going to go up sooner rather than later. And you want to take advantage of that, you give us a call. My name's Fritz. I'm with REMAX Professionals. My phone number is 217-652-SOLD. It'd be an honor to serve your family. And that's this week's weekly observations. Pretty scary times out there, quite frankly. And probably not for your... Folks that are younger in the tooth, not as long in the tooth as as I am. I remember the 1970s. I remember the gas lines. I remember uh, the interest rates. And then I remember how they had to be, the inflation had to be tamped down. And that was by raising interest rates to cool the economy because it was just spiraling out of control. And guess what? Interest rates went all the way up to 21%. You may not have even been alive when that happened. 
You know how many homes were selling when interest rates were 21%? Oh, not many. <laughs> but we had completely different rules and laws back in that day. And uh, we did things called wraparound mortgages, uh, seller carrybacks, second mortgage carrybacks, just all kinds of things, whatever we could do to get homes sold. Uh, we're not going to be able to do that this time. So it's going to be really interesting going forward. Hello, you're on Let's Talk Real Estate with Fritz. Hi, yeah, the interest rates, uh, yeah, uh, I know my parents lost everything they had except for one piece of property back then, and I just filled up, I, I just put gas, $70 in gas in my truck, didn't fill it up all the way, and I remember two years ago, it cost me like 32 bucks. Oh, yeah, and, uh, I'm feeling it, too. I'm glad I drive a bug, because it cost me over 40 bucks to fill up my bug, but I'm glad I get 28 to 30 miles of the gallon around town. Uh, yeah, I mean it's unbelievable. I just I just wonder how many people are happy with this that that didn't like our last administration. Well, you know that's first. kind of immaterial. Yeah. It's kind of immaterial, and and I you know they that's what they wanted. That's what they voted for, and so that's what they're getting. Well, I, so here's my question about the houses. Yep. So do you think uh, you think the housing market's going to suffer next year because of it? Oh, my crystal ball's in the shop, but I just don't see. <laughs> I just don't see uh, how we can't avoid. Uh, uh, I mean, I think there's other shoes to drop. There's so many uh, uh, things that are uncertain uh, with this mass uh, open borders immigration, costing us billions and billions more. This uh, uh, vaccine mandate, where uh, tens of thousands of people are just going to leave their jobs because they're being mandated mandated to by their companies because. Uh, the federal government says uh, anybody has companies over 100 people have to be vaccinated. We're losing doctors and nurses. Boy, uh, it's just it's just uh, too many unknown variables that are going to yeah. hit. And that and that was that didn't happen back then when the interest rates went up because there was no pe people weren't you know walking off their jobs. Right, uh, and then we and we another, didn't have this supply chain interruption business going well, on either, and that was uh, due primarily to more government regulations. Where in California they mandated you couldn't have a truck older than eleven years uh, driving wow. on California highways, for example. And that eliminated a lot of the truckers that could have come in and hauled that cargo away, and they wouldn't have the problem. But no, we're we're going to save the world from burning it, up, don't you know? Yeah, and that was the other question. It, uh, President Biden was going to have the, the ships open, the, the ports open twenty four seven, but who's going to haul the haul the goods? Well, they, they never talked about that. Well, uh, ha having meetings <laughs> and holding committees—that's how uh, some people solve problems. Yeah, while the rest of us suffer. <laughs> Maybe we'll have to wait for the study to come out. Yeah, well, as different. far as the housing market, when interest rates go up, Thanks. prices come down, the number of buyers in the market go out, and it, it just it's just not a good scenario. And I'm not being Debbie Dunner. I've lived it. I've seen it. Uh, we're This is like an instant replay almost, and it's, and it's sad that that's happening. Well, I want to share with you, some. if you're renting right now, I just listed the cutest house. It's a small home. It's only 728 square feet, but it's got a full basement. It's two bedrooms, one bath. It's got an updated kitchen, dishwasher, microwave, uh, updated appliances all stay in the kitchen. Uh, they uh, invested in a uh, waterproofing system for the basement last year. Uh, so they're it ain't finished, but they're using it, uh, you know, just throw down area rugs, do whatever you want.
Uh, it's where the laundry is. They have a TV down there and everything. Uh, one car garage. They put up a privacy fence backyard, uh, privacy fence last year to fence in the backyard for their dogs. And uh, they're uh, moving on. And it's your opportunity. 76.5. The address is 2409 South 8th. It's just north of Oberlin, about a half a block on the west side of the street. It's cute as a button. Oh, they put a new roof on the garage, too, last year. So uh, this owner has been spending some money on this home, and, and you can take advantage of it. They're not going to recover all their investment, but you can certainly buy this home for a lot less than you could rent this home for. I guarantee you that. 2409 South 8th Street. Then, I've been talking the last couple of weeks, we had a buyer that just didn't perform as they uh, agreed that they would. And uh, they didn't show up for a closing yesterday. So on Monday, 256 Matilda in Iliopolis. It's a duplex. Uh, one side is a uh, uh, one bedroom. The other side is a two bedroom. Uh, it's neat and clean as a pen, ready to be occupied. You can rent out one side and live in the other and or just buy it for an investment property. It's only forty nine nine. A duplex for forty nine nine two fifty six Matilda, coming back on the market on Monday. We can certainly show it to you over the weekend if you'd like, and you can be prepared to go. And don't forget, if you're looking to build uh, a commercial building, don't overlook Riverton right here, thirteen oh five North Seventh Street. You have room to build an 8,000-square-foot strip mall or office building, and it already has 21 parking spaces, and it's only $39.9. We also have a, a lot listed down in Southern View at 3225 South 1st Street, 40 by 140 feet deep, only $15,000. Can you buy a car for $15,000, can you? And then... Uh, if you want to be out in the country, Lot 3, Webb Court, Dawson, one-acre lot, only $29.9. There's uh, your listings of the week, brought to you by our friends at Slabjackers Construction. You give old Chuck a call at 787-8252 if you've got any sinking concrete. I'm sure they're still working right now. We've had this lengthy summer heading into fall, but... I felt a little bit of a chill in the air this morning when I went outside at 3.30 a.m. Whew, it was cold. Well, relatively speaking, it won't be but three or four months. We'll be saying 42 degrees is warm. So call Slabjackers while they can still get the work done for you this year, 787-8252. Well, we're going to discuss uh, the new purchase contracts. I brought in a set with me. Uh, this week, and uh, we're going to discuss those so that you can be aware of the changes. If you've never bought a house, you don't even know it changed. But I'll share it with you uh, so that you know what you're signing when you're getting into a purchase contract with a home seller. And uh, when we get back from the news here at the bottom of the hour, we're going to have your market update, your interest rate, Watch. Back to Let's Talk Real Estate with Fritz Fister of REMAX Professionals on WMAY. Welcome back to the second half hour of Let's Talk Real Estate, program number 1,348. Appreciate you sharing your time with me this morning. 
Of course, the phone lines to the studio, 217-629-7970. I want to thank our sponsors for this half hour of the program. Hillier Storage and Moving, Springfield's oldest and best allied van lines agent. Bacon, termite, and pest control, they don't bug you, just the critters in your home. And JRE Construction, Landscaping, and Foundation Repair. They can keep water out of your foundation without putting you underwater, which means they're affordable. Pat Patterson, he's the best. You give Pat a call at 691-8555. You may have noticed, but it's been raining since Wednesday. Uh, and the ground is getting saturated once again, and we're probably going to get some more rains. And you don't want that water finding its way into your crawl space or basement. It hurts you on the sale of your home. It just simply does. It can uh, cause uh, foundation issues. It can cause mold, which can cause health issues. Uh, there's just nothing good out of having water entering into your basement or crawl space. I highly recommend calling Pat Patterson at 691-8555 and have him out next week to look at your situation and allow him to share with you what needs to be done to stop that from happening. It's time for our market update. Well, here's what's going on. We are seeing the inventory continue to slowly rise. It's still running at about 40% of what we normally would see. We have 527 homes available to be shown. Last year at this time, we had 834 uh, actively available uh, right now, there are 423 because there's 104 of those that are uh, sold pending, continue to show. But that's the highest it's been since February. There are 223 more homes sold and closed reported today than last year on this date. That's up 6.7%. That's good news. 3,550. But that's a lot of buyers out of the market for you home sellers. You need to know that. And uh, it's that 6.7% is a great number. However, it's slowly been ticking down because we were up almost 15% earlier. It's less than half of the increase right now because if you recall last year, 2020, the crazy COVID year, we had the biggest fourth quarter on record. I don't anticipate that we're going to beat last year's record number of home sales, but it's going to be close. Uh, the way it's tracking down right now, because there's 106 fewer homes reported under contract today than were reported last year on this date. So that only leaves us 117, and we've got another seven weeks to go of uh, sales uh, in order to uh, figure out where we're probably going to end up by year's end. That's if they all close. So if we're on the downward trajectory back to normal, but we're still going to end up with at least at worst case scenario, the second best year for the number of homes sold in our marketplace. Well, mentioning that Sangamon County, uh, they adjusted it. Uh, the, for September, they adjusted the uh, sold and closed up to 301. So we did eclipse 300 home sales in Sangamon County in September, but that was still down 5.3% from last year. The sold pendings of 272 uh, were down 13.9%. Those were adjusted down from 279. 
new listings of 282 uh, were down 14.3% from 312 last year. And that median sale price is still a record high of $160,000. Did you know the median sale price in the United States last month was $360,000? We are $200,000 below the national median average. We still remain affordable, and that's going to be one of our saving graces going forward. We get this hyperinflation, and uh, you'll see a lot of jobs lost, and that's not going to add to demand for housing. Uh, but we're very blessed here uh, locally because we are the capital city. Therefore, we have a lot of state employees here. Uh, we have a lot of county and city employees. They won't go anywhere. Uh, the private sector will take the hit. and uh, But that will maintain our local economy and give us some level of demand uh, as we go forward. But Sangamon County is all, and Springfield have always been kind of recession proof because of that and that's going to be one of our saving graces and uh if we do get these and let's say interest rates go up five six seven eight percent well everybody that's uh purchased a home and they've got a one two or a three in front of their uh mortgage interest rate they're not going to make a move of convenience they're not going to trade a 2.8 percent mortgage for a six percent mortgage for the double the cost of the money uh, and so that's when there will be a lot of price pressure downward. However, once again, the saving grace from my perspective will be the low inventory because those people won't be selling where the house is going to come from that uh, what demand we do have will buy. Well, that will help support prices, no question about it. Uh, so we'll, we'll see. We'll probably be wrapping up these uh, September sales and be looking forward to what's happening in October. Uh, oh, by the way, uh, there were 80 closed sales last week. Uh, a year ago, we had 104 to give you an example of how we're in the downward trajectory. Uh, 80 closed sales. Out of those, only 14 of them, only 14 sold above the asking price. So the good old days of uh, earlier this year where people were getting six, seven, eight, nine offers on a house that they listed right away. They seem to be going away. They're still there. Houses that are in great condition and great and desirable locations and certain price points are still going to get multiple offers. There's no question that that's still going to happen, but it's just not happening at the rate that we've seen it. And another thing that kind of caught my eye, uh, under contract right now on homes uh, under $100,000, there's 160 of them. But between 100 and 200, there's 221. That's 61 more homes between 100 and 200 under contract than under 100. So that under 100 is still taking a hit because the low interest rates allow people to buy higher priced homes. And amazingly, the in the over 200 category, there's 172 homes currently under contract, 12 more than under 100. Never thought I'd see that day. Oh, Real Trends came out with their 2021 top 50 of the top 500 when ranked by most transaction transaction sites per agent. I think I just talked to it was either last week or the week before last. I shared with you that Remax Professionals right here in Little Old Springfield was number seven in the entire United States out of all real estate brokerages. That includes national chains, independents, uh, you name it. 
number seven in the United States. They were number three the year before that. Uh, and their actual number of transactions per agent sides per agent went up last year, but they actually slipped four places. But now this year, 2021, Real Trends Magazine, Remax Professional, Springfield, Illinois, back up to number three in the United States of America. Congratulations to all my uh, fellow agents over at Remax. So proud to be a part of that team. Uh, you're awesome. And we successfully serve quite a few people out there. And we're doggone proud of it. So that's your uh, weekly market update brought to you by our friend Pat Patterson, JRE Construction, Landscaping, and Foundation Repair, 691-8555. Here's your interest rate update brought to you by Hillier Storage and Moving, moving the things you love. You call Hillier. They're the professionals. Whether you're moving across town, across state, out of state, doesn't matter. They move the executives coast to coast. They have the professionals to do the job right, moving the things you love. In other words, they value your property, and they will take extra care not to damage anything in the move, not to damage your home that you're leaving, not to damage the home you're entering. Give Hillier Storage and Moving a call. Call my friend Tom Swift at 525-8550, and they'll send somebody out to give you a bid. Fair enough? Sounds good. Your interest rates held kind of steady this week. They went up a little bit on the 15 from 2.4 to 2.425. The 30-year conventional loan stayed steady at 3.125. Your FHA held steady at 2.875. And veteran friends, the VA, ticked back down just a itty-bitty bit from 2.875 to 2.75. I'm telling you, when these rates go, they're going to go, and you're going to rue the day you didn't take advantage of these record low. And well, They're not record low, but they're darn near record low. You... You're going to rue the day if you didn't take advantage of it. You can literally uh, save a lot of money. But more importantly to me uh, is uh, if we have this economic storm, it's a brewing, and it sure looked like it's coming, um, being able to lock into an affordable, comfortable house payment going forward to get through the storm. Because the more money you can save on your house payment, the more money you'll have to pay for these inflated groceries. Gas is going to go through the roof. Natural gas is going to go through the roof. It's going to cost you more for your actual necessities. And quite frankly, that's a problem for other businesses because you know as I do, if you have to spend more money to heat your home, you have to spend more money to eat, and you have to spend more money to drive wherever you're going, the cost of everything else is going to go up because everything gets delivered on wheels. They use fuel to plant those crops and the foodstuffs and to raise the livestock. Uh, if it gets really expensive to just feed your family and pay the necessities, you're not buying extra stuff. If you're not buying extra stuff, other retailers are going to get hurt, and they're going to... Uh, not be expanding and creating jobs now, are they? So what's important to me is that you take advantage of this opportunity today to protect yourself as best you can against this coming uh, 
economic storm that's being stirred up coming out of Washington, D.C. And uh, protect yourself. If you can save $250 a month on your house payment, $300, $500, whatever. If you can buy a house that you're comfortable in and save four, five, six hundred $600 less than what you're paying for rent, that's a lot of money that can go to those uh, escalating prices for necessities. So that's why interest rates are important. And that's why it's important you call Hillier to move you because they're the best. Hillier Storage and Moving, 525-8550. That's your interest rate watch. Now it's time for our subdivision of the week, uh, the Panther Creek subdivision. You know, last week we went out to Piper Glen. You know, I mentioned to you that uh, there were no homes available in Piper Glen last week uh, when I did the program. Well, there was one that was listed. And it's getting swamped because I showed it. And I was like the fourth card on the table. <laughs> and uh, my clients have some interest in it. And I called the listing agent and asked them, I said, Okay, I've, I see you've had a number of showings. Do you have any offers yet? We have two on the way, and a, uh, another party is going uh, back for a second look this afternoon. And so my clients are trying to decide whether they want to get in a bidding war or not. Just may not be worth it to them. Uh, so there is a home currently available for sale in Piper Glen. If you hurry, you might be able to get in on the bidding. Uh, but Panther Creek... Uh, how many single-family homes are for sale on Panther Creek? <laughs> None. <laughs> There's one uh, condo that's listed for three hundred and ten thousand. Sold pending. There's three single families that are uh, uh, under contract, and the median list price on those three that are under contract four hundred and seventy-nine thousand nine hundred dollars. Now they were on the market an average of twenty-nine days. Now, sold and closed so far in Panther Creek this year, 27. Whoa, that is a huge year for Panther Creek because they really took it on the chin uh, there for years uh, as we were going through the, the great recovery. And remember, it took us 11 years to get back to the same point we were selling homes as in 2008, 2019. Finally, we recovered. But 27 homes have sold out in Panther Creek, single-family homes. The median sale price, are you sitting down? $475,000. They average 66 days on the market. Now, that may sound like a lot, but not for the upper bracket. That is a record low. Now, let's compare that to last year during the same time frame through October 15th of 2020. There were only 17 single-family homes sold and closed, and the median sale price was $375,000, and they averaged 97 days on the market. So we've knocked off over a full month off the time to sell, and we've added $100,000 to the median sale price. That's an increase of 26.7%. Wow. So far this year, there's been six uh, attached homes and condos sold and closed out in Panther Creek. The median sale price, 279000 12 days on the market. And last year, during the same time frame, only two. 
But the median, there's only two of them. One sold for three fifteen, two fifty. One sold for two seventy five. So the median price is down, but that's not a fair comparison because there was only two sold that you're comparing to. But and they averaged one hundred and ten days on the market compared to twelve this year. So Panther Creek, I'd say, is doing quite well. Anybody that's been wanting to sell out in Panther Creek didn't take advantage of this market. May not see this again. Oh, for a for a while, I'd say. Just <laughs> just saying because. I, uh, I'll i be in the business March 1st, 35 years, and I've never seen anything like it. So I hope you don't have to wait another 35 years to have the market get this good again. And your subdivision of the week was brought to you by Bacon Termite and Pest Control. You give a, my friend Kathy Bacon a call at 5447566, and they'll come out and they'll inspect the home that you're purchasing and if you use them to do that, they're going to give you a free year, one-year warranty and, uh, in the first year you're in the home. In other words, if, if you get any wood-destroying insects in there after they do an inspection within that first year, they're going to come back and spot treat that for free. And then I'd highly recommend that you take advantage of their annual contract and have them come back every year because eventually you're going to get some wood-destroying insects in that home. And uh, Bagans is the best for pest control. Five four four seven five six six. Well, there's been some pretty significant changes to our purchase contracts, and that may not be meaningful to you. And say you've been in your house five years, ten years, you can't even remember what the contract looked like. Uh, perhaps you've never bought a house before. Well, it used to be that. Uh, we didn't even have home inspections. And then we morphed into having home inspections. And then we worked our way through how do we handle this? What's legitimate of a buyer to be able to request of a seller and what's not legitimate? And, and what are the recourse for the buyer and the seller conversely? Uh, and that's always been a bone of contention because I will share with you that Anecdotally speaking, anecdotally speaking, um, there's probably been more contracts fail to close, home sales fail to close over a home inspection than there are people who have their financing denied. That's how, because we, it was new, we were working our way through it. Well, now we've made some changes uh, to the way we're going to do that and because we're a little bit short on time here i wanted to talk to you a little bit about uh, the financing but we can touch on that next week and only take a minute and to let me get you know when i started in this business we just had a one-page contract we said press hard there's three copies because yeah, it had carbon paper a lot of you don't even know what carbon paper is here we go property condition and inspections let me just read this to you quickly, if I may, please. Except as expressly set forth in the Residential Real Property Disclosure Report in this contract or any seller-provided pre-inspection reports is expressly acknowledged and agreed by buyer that seller has made no representations, warranties, or guarantees concerning all the other systems, blah, blah, blah. Now you have three options. Check one, 
the buyer is not aware of any pre-inspection reports, at which point you will attach a home buyer inspection, which is what I would recommend you do. The buyer has not reviewed known pre-inspection reports, which also gives you the opportunity to have your own inspection done. Or the third option is the buyer has reviewed pre-inspection reports and tenders this offer with the knowledge of the information provided therein. The current condition of the property has been taken into consideration when making this offer, and unless otherwise noted on the attached repair addendum, buyer understands this contract may not be renegotiated or terminated on the basis of previous previously reported defects. It used to be, and it always was, the law on the real property disclosure in our addendum. Uh, once it's disclosed to you, then you can't request it to be repaired. Now we have added the pre-inspection report to that list. So if the seller has it pre-inspected by a licensed home inspector and he provides that to you and he shows you what he's repaired and what he's not going to repair, then you write your offer based upon that information. And once you do that, there's no going back and asking the seller for money or for repairs. You are purchasing the home as it was reported. Fair enough. Now, that presents some other issues that we'll probably bring up and touch on next week. What if the home inspection report's a year old? Well, then I'd probably get a home inspection myself. But the language in there says you can't make requests, right? For repairs, the known condition of the property. Well, we've opened up a legal can of worms now, haven't we? So we'll we'll touch on that and, and what we're doing to uh, address that issue in next week's program. But uh, my name is Fritz Fister. I have uh, 20 qualified buyers looking to purchase homes. And if you're thinking about selling a home, one of those just might match up with yours. I'd appreciate if you would call me if you're thinking about making a move, and you'd like to make it as easy as possible. Fritz makes it easy. Uh, if there's a, a match, then you don't have to put up with all the showings and all the must, fuss, hubbub of getting everything ready. You can just get sold and get on down the highway, and my buyer clients will be happy, and I can make two families happy all at once. My phone number is 217-652-7652. I appreciate you all sharing your time with me this morning. You can reach me if you have any questions about real estate at all. You don't have to wait for the program to call me. Just call me on my cell phone, 652-SOLD. be happy to answer any question that you have. And uh, I hope that you all have a great week. Enjoy this fall weather. God bless you all. God bless our first responders. God bless our police officers. God bless America. And God bless our troops. 